1: Hello, hello,
0: hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelsner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who wanna know what works with social media. I am really, really excited about today's show for lots of reasons that you'll find out for in just a second. First of all, I'm gonna be joined by Joel Com. We're going to talk about some brand new live casting technology called Blab. And you might have mentioned, heard me mention it in the last episode of this podcast, but we're going to go deep on it today and talk about why your business should consider possibly using Blab. It's very, very exciting. Now, um, I've got a bunch of announcements that are very, very exciting. But first, if you want to reach out to me, podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com comes to my inbox. Now, I've got a bunch of exciting announcements. Number one, we just turned six years old! Woohoo! Somewhere I've got some applause uh, sound effects in here somewhere. If I can, if I can find the applause sound effects, I'll probably find it as I'm talking. But, anyways, the exciting news here is that we have had over 35 million people visit Social Media Examiner, and if you're one of those people, I just want to say thank you so much. I mean, this site would just not be what it is today if it wasn't for so many people listening, so many people participating. And woo-hoo, there's the applause. I finally found it. And so many people really just, you know, embracing the content that we've been creating for the world. And it's really, really cool. Thank you so much for that applause. You can stop the applause right now. Thank you so much. All right, cool. So thank you so much for being part of that six years. I honestly thought this was going to be a three year project. And, uh, you know, heck, here we are six years and I see no end in sight. Second announcement is we're very excited to announce that we've just started recently a brand new weekly live talk show. It's a live video talk show on Blab, and it's called Morning Social Media Talk. And every week we talk about what's news in social media. And we bring on our remote correspondents to talk about what is going on in the news. We bring you on, and you get a chance to interact with us live. You can check that out at blab.im slash Mike underscore Stelsner. Again, blab.im slash Mike underscore in my last name, S-T-E-L-Z-N-E-R. Now once you go there, uh, you can log in with your Twitter account, you can hit the subscribe button, and you can sign up for all the shows, and they're recorded, and it's a lot of fun, and I think you'll really, really love it. Now I've got a brand new discovery I'd like to share with you. After introducing a vegetarian diet to piranhas, look what Michael Stelzner discovered. There's this brand new service called SumoRank.com, and it's from BuzzSumo. You may have heard of BuzzSumo. If you visit SumoRank.com and you put in your Facebook page, they will analyze your page for you. And it's not just a ranking system. There's all sorts of interesting things. So for example, I put in SM Examiner, which is our Facebook page, and it tells you stuff like your most popular post type is when you ask questions. Your most popular day of the week to post is Thursday. And surprisingly, the most popular time is 1 a.m. And then it shows you monthly interactions. It shows you the average engagement per post type. That's kind of intriguing. So you can get a feel for whether or not a video post versus, versus a link post versus an image post has more engagement. And they even analyze the engagement based on the number of characters inside the post. So you can determine whether your short posts have higher engagement than your longer posts. And they also show you, for example, day of the week and the average kinds of things going on. And even the time of the day, they estimate out your monthly interactions and they show you the top posts that you've had during the duration of time. And in our case, it looks like they were all little comic strips. So I think it's kind of cool. It's free sumorank.com. Check it out. Let us know what you think about it in the show notes. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. With that, let's transition over to today's interview with Joel Com. Helping you simplify your
1: social safari. Here's this week's expert guide.
0: I'm very excited to be joined today by Joel Kamm. If you don't know who Joel is, he's the author of numerous books, including Twitter Power 3.0. He's also the host of the Joel Com Show,
1: and he is all in on Blab. Joel, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, and we're actually recording this podcast on Blab.
0: That's correct. We've got a live audience of 50-plus people who are listening, and maybe later in the show, we'll give them a chance to come on. So, Joel, I want to go back in history a little bit. I know that you have been in business for a long time, and I know that this is not your, forced, your first foray into video. Can you kind of tell us how you got started with video? And in particular, I know that you had some sort of a video-based show back in the day. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Back in the day. Makes it sound like we're really old, right? But in internet time, it kind of is. So I signed up for my first YouTube account uh, in 2006 and started uploading video then. And in 2007, I decided that... that video online need to be kicked up a notch. And I was inspired by the rise of YouTube and uh, the apprentice, the reality show. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if there was a competitive reality show online that was done really well uh, where we'd actually bring in contestants and teachers and have elimination rounds and tasks and offer prizes. And so in 2007, I produced and hosted the world's first competitive internet reality show, which was called The Next Internet Millionaire. And uh, if you go to nextinternetmillionaire.com, you can still see all the episodes are there. It got an honorary Webby Award for reality TV. And uh, in 2008, TV became one of the first tools – that you could use to uh, stream live video uh, from a desktop. And so I started doing the Joel Comm show weekly from my offices with my uh, co-host, my then VP of ideas, Dan Nickerson. Mm-hmm. And we did a weekly interactive show uh, that was usually about an hour. Sometimes we would have a guest in my studio office, uh, but other times we would just engage with the people that were commenting, very similar to how they comment on Blab. And we would just talk. To the, their questions and their comments. Um, so I've actually been streaming video for a long time and have always found that it's a great way to communicate, to broadcast, to share and deliver content and to build community. When it comes to your internet um,
0: a millionaire show, tell us a little bit about what was involved back then, just so people have the context of how complicated it was back then
1: well when we filmed a show we actually had a full crew it was a ragtag group of family and friends with some really professional gear we had four hd cameras we rented out an empty airport hangar uh, near fort collins colorado i was living in loveland which is right next door to there and uh, we decked it out with our own sets we built all the sets we brought in everything that we needed we flew in a dozen different experts Over the course of our two-week filming, we auditioned 300 people to select 12 contestants, six men, six women from uh, the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Costa Rica. And uh, we scripted out a show uh, and brought it down to the finalists, and the winner got a $25,000 cash prize and did a joint venture with me. Uh, And then, of course, there was the promotions and the after- show product that we created and sold. And amazingly, we actually broke even on this whole production, which is really an incredible thing. So
0: bottom line is it was a massive undertaking. It was no small task. It
1: it was. It was a big deal. And it's one of uh, really the the things that I'm most proud of in my career because we pulled off something that nobody else had done to that point. And really, uh, apart from big networks, I don't know that any are doing just online stuff. I don't know that anybody's done anything of that caliber or that scope to match it since then okay so fast forwarding to today um tell us here about, we are tell
0: us about how you discovered blab like tell us about the first day you discovered it and and
1: how you kind of were brought into this new world you know i I've been using Meerkat and Periscope and Live for Facebook mentions for a number of months now. Meerkat all the way back to just before South by Southwest. I was part of that crew that helped to bring in initial exposure. And I've been playing with the other platforms. It was, I think, Mia Voss That shared it with me about six weeks ago or so, I heard her telling me that I really should check it out. And it took me about two more weeks before I actually jumped on it. So as of this recording today, which is uh, September 15th, 2015, I've been on Blab 32 days. And, um, I've done a lot of blabs. I've spent a lot of hours here. I host two different shows and then I just show up at other random times, uh, either to do a blab. That's not really a show, just sit hanging out, talking with people or to be interviewed on somebody else's show, like we're doing right now. So we're going to get into what you're doing on blab in just
0: a little bit, but let's step back for everyone listening right now, who, is probably unfamiliar with Blab because we know it's still in its infancy. Kind of explain what is it and how is it different than cat and Periscope?
1: Well, Blab in its simplest form is a video conferencing tool that allows up to four people to be on screen at one time. It's integrated with a chat room so that as many people as want to watch a Blab can be watching it at once, and the chat room allows people to interact with each other, interact with the host, ask questions, make comments, and it's also integrated with Twitter. In fact, blab your login on Blab is your Twitter account, so you have to have a Twitter account, and you're able to easily tweet from the Blab interface. There's also a mobile app currently available for iOS devices and Android is on the way. But what's so cool about it is that it works. It just works. You know, when we were introduced to Google Hangouts, there was sometimes you would need to give people a full tutorial For them to be able to get in and use it and it was very buggy and they loaded it up with a ton of extra features that we really didn't need to make communication more effective and uh, there was people that were excited about it to this date i don't know that i ever conducted my own hangout i never was that excited about it Uh, but blab is so easy to use that most people get it intuitively and you click to join a seat and the host can approve you. And once you're approved, you're on the show. And it's it's just simple and easy to use.
0: Well, and, and, and if I can just add a little bit, for those that are listening, it's kind of like Brady Bunch. If you think about the squares of the Brady Bunch, you can have up to four different people in here live. Well, the technology is so seamless that what you end up having happen is, you know, from a d- mobile device or a web browser, it just you know, works, as you said. And what's really cool about it is I think it's quite different than Periscope because I've tried to do meerkats and Periscopes. And the challenge with that is you have to be the sole entertainer. And talk a little bit about that, Joel. What's the benefit here to the collaborative
1: part of this? Well, you know, people ask which is better, Periscope or Blab? And it's really, it's not the right question uh, because it's comparing apples to oranges. Blab, uh, meerkat, Periscope, or uh, rather... Periscope, Meerkat, and Facebook Live Mentions are all one-to-many broadcasting apps. They allow one person who's got their device to instantly reach their audience and talk to at that audience. It's not really a conversation. It's only a conversation insofar as that somebody watching those broadcasts can comment and then whoever's the hosting, whoever's doing the broadcasting and is on video can uh, allude to those questions and comments, but it's still one person on screen, unless you've got somebody right there with you and, and you're both on the same screen. Blab is more like our friend Steve Kozart says, a town hall. This is really what I see as putting the social component into social media in the most profound and effective way. Because as we're engaging with each other on Facebook and on Twitter, we're having a conversation. And occasionally we'll post pictures and we'll post videos that are pre-recorded. But to actually in real time be face-to-face as close as we can without being in the same room. I mean, you're in San Diego, I'm in Denver, but we've spent more time face-to-face on Blab and it makes it truly the ultimate social uh, tool from my perspective. So there are two different things. Not One is not better than the other. They're different and each one has their place. Well, I've said uh, off of
0: my podcast that I believe Blab is the true manifestation of social media Because if you think about what social means, it means to interact with multiple people, just like you would if you were in a crowd. And for someone who doesn't have a problem interacting with people, a lot of times we're talking extroverts, um, this is just an incredible platform. It's almost just as good as being at a conference and standing in a circle and having a dialogue. And that is something you cannot do on Twitter. You, because Twitter and Facebook and all these other things are delayed platforms for the most part, right? Where you post something up and you wait for someone else to reply. But with mm-hmm. Blab, you know, we could, with the push of a button, allow two other people to come in here and have an actual dialogue. It's kind of like Skype, You know what Skype does with audio, except it's public. And I think that's what's so cool about it. And right now, as of this recording, there are 91 people in the room watching this live. And I, I think it's pretty phenomenal. I want you to tell me, Joel, about, you know, what what did Robert Scoble think? What did Michael Hyatt think? You brought a lot of high-profile people on to Blab. What were some of their first reactions?
1: Yeah, in fact, who brought you to Blab? Yeah, that was me, you. <laughs> That's right, I did. Well, you know, I, I got really excited about it, and I want to share it with my friends that are content creators who I believe are community builders, who are leaders, who are influential. And so, your reaction to it, I'm going to start with you, even though you asked about the others, your reaction to it, even though you're very skeptical about new tools, you were instantly taken with it. In fact, you became a blabaholic like many others. Yeah, I became and, and addicted, let's just call it what it doing is. Yeah, it is. You're addicted. You began blabbing regularly and, and now you're actually shifting from recording your podcast on Skype to doing this show live, which is an added benefit for the the group of people that are here right now. They're getting a preview. They're getting it's almost like a members only, an insider thing, only it doesn't cost them anything. They're hearing the conversation that's taking place. Before the rest of the world will, and thousands of people are going to hear this, so there's that element to it. Uh, Michael Hyatt, he loved it. He tweeted afterwards that uh, I, you know, I introduced him to it, and now he's got to think about how he wants to use it. Uh, Scoble was going to do an hour with me when we recorded our show last night, and he ended up doing two and a half hours and just engaging with so many people dozens of people that came on that are fans of his that wanted to just say hi or to ask him a question or to have a laugh. It really creates a sense of community. And I think that we're going to see Michael Hyatt and Robert Scoble and so many others migrate to using this platform because it. for me, Mike, it's a platform that I was in search of and I didn't know existed. And once I saw it, I felt like wow this is the functionality that I've been looking for and I'm home
0: well and I want to talk to people that are listening right now and saying okay wait a minute there's 90 people watching live but but you have 30,000 plus people that listen to your podcast now let's talk through this for a minute okay um, what's the benefit well I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just just talk out loud for a little bit here. Okay. Obviously this is a much smaller audience for me than my podcast listener audience. I get hundreds of thousands of downloads a month, but here's the thing. You don't use this technology blab necessarily to try to build a following. Instead, you use it as a way to bring your following to you. So some of the people that are here right now are some of the fanatical loyal fans of Joel and Michael Stelzner, and they just want to hear what we have to say because they like us. And they get a chance to actually see what we look like, gray hair and all, where maybe they're just used to listening to us on the podcast. And I think for the skeptic who looks at this and says, oh, there's hardly anybody on there right now, I think you have to think of it as a tool rather than a platform right now. So today it's kind of like no different than having a webinar, except it's completely live. And when you start thinking about some of the advantages of Blab that we didn't mention yet, or maybe we didn't expand on yet, First and foremost is it's live, and then when it's done, it's immediately playback. It's like YouTube. Mm -hmm. Secondly, they email you the video and the audio file separated out. Now, I can tell you that I'm recording on my digital Roland recorder um, because I want an uncompressed version of the audio, but I know that um, the audio quality is not quite as good as what I would have gotten otherwise, but the live audience aspect, I think, is killer. So, um, you know, what I want to talk about, Joel, is Let's start by talking about some use cases for Blab. And I want to start by by asking you, I want you to explain to our audience how you're using Blab because you've got two distinctive shows with different purposes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after you share your stories, I want to share some of the other stories from other people I've seen using Blab. So why don't you start off with how you're using it?
1: Sure. Well, there's two shows and then there's the rest. So there's really three uses for Blab where I'm hosting and creating a show. The first is the Joel Kamm show. I quit uh, podcasting or I should say put it on sabbatical a year ago January in 2014 because I was doing a solo show and I was doing so much speaking and traveling that it became a burden for me to record my content and I decided I'm not going to start another podcast until I'm ready to commit to it because if it's not Fun for me if I'm not motivated to do it because I want to, then I'm going to feel like it's a job and I'm not going to do it. So the first thing is the Joel Com show where I'm interviewing, uh, you know, m- my associates and peers that I want to introduce to my audience. So so far I've intru- um, brought you. Brian Kramer, uh, E. Brian Rose, Mari Smith, Robert Scoble, Michael Hyatt, Perry Marshall. I've got Lou Mangello coming on an episode, you know, after my uh, little sabbatical I'm taking. And there'll be many more. So I'm taking that content. I'm uploading the MP3 directly to my iTunes account. And I'm starting to use my mixing board and, uh, and music to go along with it as well. So I'm doing it on the fly. It's not nearly as polished as my broadcast was before but i'm providing content for my itunes subscribers and then well wait before you go to the other show
0: let's fa- yeah. pause for a second because you've got your show and then you have your after show right should you talk about that a little bit cuz talk about that
1: i always love the after show show and i do this for both of the shows that i'm doing i'll interview my guest and i like to try to keep it to an hour although with robert scoble last night i kept the recording going The whole time, because I just felt like it was just a really unique moment. Um, Should Blab take off like we hope it will? And should Scoble build a, a community here? I'll have his entire first Blab documented. And so I let it roll. And uh, that's one long podcast, but typically I'll cut it off at an hour, sign off. And then the people who are there, it's a special treat for them because, uh, while some people have gotten in to uh, ask a question of my guest, because typically I'll open it up around 15, 20 minutes in, um, uh, the after show show, it's a little looser and you never, never know what type of shenanigans are going to ensue. And the guests can stick around as long as they want. And, and I'll stick around for as long as I want beyond then.
0: By the way, one of the things that I just realized is that I never went on the record with this thing, but it's okay. Cause I'm recording, I'm recording on my, uh, my role in recorder. One of the things we should, we should talk about is that, um, with you know the show, you can go on the record and you can go off the record. And my understanding is you can hop back and forth, right? So explain how that works a little bit.
1: Yeah, you can. You just click a button that says record and it tells you that you're on the record and then you hit stop and it goes off the record. So what Blab will do is you can go on, off, on, off, on, off for the duration of your Blab. And wherever it's on, it will take all that and compile it into one file uh, So for when you're done. But whatever's off the record... That's spontaneous and in the moment, and that's an, that's experiential. You have to be there, and it's even more fun for the evening show that I'm doing with Vincenzo Landino. Uh, we do a show called Blab Talk Live, and this is more of an entertainment-type show where we've got some real fun music that was composed by uh, one of our, our viewers, uh, Evan Duby, fantastic little song. I don't know if you've heard it yet, but it's just it's a lot of fun. And um, we'll goof around for a little bit. We'll talk about what's going on. We'll talk about words that people have nominated to the Blabsaurus, which is our official lexicon of Blab terminology, uh, where we've uh, highlighted words such as co-blabberation when you collaborate on a Blab. Or Blabjacking, right, right? where someone comes on and takes over your show, which you and I tend to do to each other. Yeah, somebody takes over another person's blab, uh, so to speak, by dominating it. We call it blab jacking. And there's all kinds of terms. And then we'll bring in a guest. And usually it's not a social media person. It's not a business expert. We're trying to locate celebrities, people on TV or people that have done film or musicians. Uh, You know, we had uh, one of the friends that I've made here, which you've made friends with as well, is Jay McMichael, a senior photojournalist from CNN. And having him on and getting to hear – the -the behind-the-scenes stories of interactions he's had with presidents and presidential candidates as he's out in the field with his video camera, having reality stars on, such as Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag from The Hills and uh, Tyson Apostle from Survivor or David H. Lawrence from Heroes. These are the types of shows that we enjoy doing for a late-night format. And then at an hour, we'll stop. And then who knows what can happen. We've had all kinds of things. We've had spontaneous karaoke happen in the room. We've yeah, had wasn't I part of one of those with you? You are. <laughs> and, it, and it's a good thing that it's off the record. Yeah, I'm glad about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we'll, we'll have people tell jokes. We'll have people do stupid human tricks and bring them on. And it just it really creates the sense of community feeling. And the bottom line is, Mike, I just I'm having a blast. I'm loving it, which kind of leads me to the third way that I use Blab. Sometimes I'll just start a Blab and say, come on in, let's talk. There's no format. And those are always off the record. You have to be there. And so people who are following me and getting notified when I start a Blab, they know if they show up that they're going to have somebody there to host, to moderate, To ask interesting questions, to respond and reply to them, to engage with them. And we together create a social experience.
0: I will share with everyone listening that Joel and I kind of were Skyping or texting each other yesterday saying, Hey, should we do this show on Blab? And he said, Sure, why not? So it was kind of last minute. You know, we didn't really do a lot of promotion and we've had 90 people come in live. And what's really cool about Blab is if you follow someone that you are introduced to on Blab, the way the ecosystem works is really cool. Bottom line is when I posted a few Blabs today for some future shows that we're going to be doing, and I'm going to talk about what we're doing with Blab in just a second, in a matter of minutes, I had 30 people subscribe to that Blab. And we should probably explain, Joel, explain what it means to subscribe to a Blab for those that may not be familiar with that.
1: Sure. Well, when you're ready to blab, you simply click the link in the upper right portion of the browser or on your de- on your mobile device it says start a blab. And then you can put in a title, you can pick up to three tags, you know, for example, general social media travel Comedy, whatever. And then you could say, I want my blab to start right now, in which case it begins the moment you say start blab or you can schedule it for in the future and you can pick a date. I think their calendar goes out about three weeks into the future and you pick the time and then you schedule it. And the moment you schedule it, it opens up its own window and people who are following you and have notifications turned on immediately get a notification that you've scheduled a Blab. So Mike, we've both, as of now, got over 2,000 people that are following us. So the moment we schedule a new Blab, the majority of those have notifications turned on. And if they choose to, they simply come to the page, click the link, they come there and they click subscribe. And you can see in real time as people are subscribing, just as you can see people who are coming into your room in real time. And it's really fun to watch when you schedule something and you sit back and you see this person is subscribed and this person is subscribed. And they can leave comments too.
0: And those comments stay there and you can come back and see, for example, um, I, I was just today, we're coming up on the sixth year birthday of social media examiner. So I was having a conversation, Happy birthday. With, thank you, having a conversation with some of the folks on my team. And, um, it's probably right about when this podcast is going to get released and, on October the 12th. So I decided to go ahead and schedule, uh, we're going to do a special Q and a with me and I'm going to, it's going to be about six years of experience with blogging. And uh, I went ahead and scheduled that. And already, you know, within a minute, like 30 people had subscribed to that Blab. Some said counting down the minutes, happy sixth birthday, you know, and and that's kind of a unique special case that we're going to be using it for. Another thing that we do with the Blab, obviously, is occasionally do a podcast recording uh, with a Blab guest. The key to doing that is you have to make sure that your guests can really focus because there's a lot of activity going on when you're in a blab. You know, there's little uh, things they call props, you know, kind of like hearts on, on Meerkat and you see these little faces flying up and there's comments going on and right now we see a bunch of faces giving us props and it can be a little bit distracting and you really do have to to focus and that that's one of the challenges of doing a podcast. But the really exciting thing that we're doing at Social Media Examiner is we started doing a weekly morning talk show called I think it's called Social media t- Morning Social Media Talk with Social Media Examiner. And every week, we are doing a one hour uh, program where we talk about the top news in social media in four different 15 minute segments. And if there's a LinkedIn news update, we're going to ask Vivica Von Rosen to come in as our remote correspondent and give us an update on what the news is, or Sue Zimmerman to come in to talk about Instagram, or Andrea Vall to come in and talk about Facebook. Because we have such great relationships with all these people, we can have them lined up and bring them in to talk about the news. People absolutely love that. And what we're going to do with that is it will allow us to have that recording. We're going to embed that recording in our Saturday this week in in news. And maybe we're going to take little segments of it and promote it across social media. And the reason we're doing it is because we found that our audience that attends our conferences are actually very active on Blab. So we've just decided we're going to do a weekly show. I'm going to be the host of it. And my sidekicks are going to either be Kimberly Reynolds or Eric Fisher, who work for me. And we're just excited about this because I think we're the first you know, organization that I've seen doing a really organized, formal kind of a talk show where we've got segments and we're bringing in remote correspondence. So hopefully people are get, beginning to get ideas of how this could work for their business. And, you know, the video will probably get uploaded to YouTube. And by the way, my understanding, Joel, is that they now auto up, update to YouTube if you
1: want to. Is that, have you heard that? Correct. Yep. Yeah. I have seen it. when this blab, in fact, when this recording ends, if you leave the room, but don't don't actually, you know, go back to the Blab homepage, you know how it shows you the people with the most props. Right. There's a link right there that says upload direct to YouTube. Cool. Now I've decided not to record this
0: segment today uh, in Blab. And I think I probably won't record my live shows for my podcast in Blab because I want to give people an incentive to come live or listen to the podcast when it comes out. But what? how are other businesses using it, Joel? Because I know you and I both kind of Treat Blab as our little coffee break. You know, when we're on a little break and we want to see what's going on, and I think so many people do it, they pull up the app on their phone or they pull up Blab and they just kind of see what shows are going on. What have you seen? What are other creative uses have you seen of Blab from a business perspective? Uh,
1: so I've seen people do like an American Idol type thing on Blab where mm. performers are coming on and they are performing for everybody who's in the room. That is so cool. It, it's really cool. I've seen people do cooking shows where they're actually – they're cooking right there on camera, and they're talking to their audience, and they're bringing guests in to talk and about it. they're using multiple they're, cameras probably, right? Like they must have more than one Twitter cameras. account. There's no limit – to what you can do with this as a content delivery or a social engagement platform. It's really up to the creativity. And so I see all kinds of uses for instruction and training. In fact, I don't have a lot of information, but somebody told me that they were blabbing into a classroom and engaging with students and and teaching them that way. Um, You know, I think that for support groups, It's a great way to go for any special interest groups. You know, I've seen people coming on and have blabs just about all things Disney World. And they're talking about the rides and the parks. So really, it's, uh, you know, it's completely up to individuals. And then there's the philanthropic approach to it. You know, we actually raised money for waterislife.com on one of our blabs. And uh, by uh, somebody auctioned off. A Yeti microphone that they weren't using. It was a hundred and thirty dollar microphone. And we were talking about waterislife.com. And, and this person decided they were going to auction it off. And it went for $401. And all the money went to charity. And then there was the people that didn't purchase the microphone that were bidding, that gave as a donation. And so it's a powerful, powerful platform that can be used in so many ways. And
0: the mobile, the mobile app is really quite powerful. One one of the things we're thinking about doing for social media marketing world is putting one of our quote unquote remote remote correspondents down maybe at the at the ocean front in San Diego, maybe walking through Seaport Village and giving people a tour, and allowing them to come on live and ask questions, or maybe going onto the aircraft carrier where the party is going to be that night and showing people the, the work and the prep work that people are doing to put the party together, and then maybe bringing people in and asking them to show, oh, can you show me that plane over there? You know, or can you bring that retired military guy over and ask a few questions of him since he's going to be touring people into the belly of the ship? I mean, how cool is this, right? I mean, the, the fact that somebody can join live into these things, and anybody can, it's like Russian roulette a little bit, who you get sometimes. But I think that creates some incredible live programming,
1: don't you? It does, and it's imperfect still. Uh, the site itself, as of now, it still says beta on it. The app is in an early iteration, and just like you know, you experienced earlier, there was a little bit of feedback. We are still going over fiber optic cable. We are still dependent upon each of our connections. We're dependent on cellular connections and in our home bandwidth. So it's still imperfect, but there's a couple things that I've discovered as we do this. One of them, is uh, I mentioned earlier I had Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag on a Blab Talk live show. And these are two people that if you followed the tabloids at all, a few years ago they really polarized people. Uh, And what we discovered from speaking with these people is that they were really sweet, really genuine, kind generous and we learn the story behind the story and how reality tv we know it's not real but speaking with them and getting the story really helped us to see how phony reality television is and at that moment i recognized mike that this is real reality tv because what happens here this is authentic okay
0: before we um get a chance to bring this to a close, I want you to give a couple tips to somebody who might want to get started with blab. What do they need to know? What are you've learned? And I've learned obviously through kind of baptism by fire. What are a couple things people ought to be thinking about if they're going to start their own
1: blab? Well, I really think that as of now, uh, for technological reasons, it's best to do it at a desktop connection. You have a better view of everything that's going on. The odds are you're on a uh, cable Connection that's going to be stronger than you're going to get on your cell network. And the desktop app is more reliable than the mobile app. It's great to have an HD webcam that is positioned in a way that you can see somebody's whole face. That's the other thing about mobile. When you're on mobile, you know, you end up just seeing your forehead a lot of times. And so the connection is important. Having a good microphone. I think is really important. It's not that you can't blab with a headset or over your, uh, you know, your webcam mic or your built-in mic on your MacBook, but you minimize the chance of an echo because that can really mess with all of the viewers when there's an echo. And plus, you hear how good you and I both sound when we've got a good microphone in front of us. And the mic is That I'm using is just an ATR 2100. It's a USB mic that I think sells at Amazon for $60. So it's a fantastic investment.
0: Yeah. And the other thing to keep in mind is that when you do bring guests on, um, you can boot them or you can just let everyone know, hey, I'm going to be cycling through. And I I think there is something to not having any one person dominate as a guest and saying, okay, hey, thanks so much. And bringing the next guest on it, that kind of opportunity to bring people in is part of what they find very exciting, you know, the chance that they might get picked. So, um, well,
1: it it does, but also, you know, I was thinking about this after talking to Scoble, you know, he does a show called the Gilmore gang and I believe there's four of them on the show. And basically they talk about the latest tech news or apps or startups or whatever it is that they talk about. And I could envision somebody doing a show where there are the same four people on there all the time that they don't bring other guests on, that they don't take live questions from the audience, but it's actually programming that is designed to broadcast one way. Absolutely. Well, I know that we could go on forever, Joel, but why don't you tell everybody listening where they can find you on Blab? Well, blab.im forward slash Joel com. All my shows come from there and I'm pretty easy to find. And is there anywhere else you want people to check out? Sure. Go to my blog, joelcom.com. Find me on Facebook. Anywhere you look, I am at Joel Com. To my knowledge, I'm the only person in the world out of 7 billion people with that name. So uh, it shouldn't be difficult to track me down.
0: Yeah. And we should clarify for those that are listening, it's C-O-M-M. Joel, C-O-M-M. Joel, thank you so much for joining us for today's show and sharing your awesome insights on this very exciting platform called Blab.im. My pleasure. Well, I hope you got a lot out of today's show. If there was anything we mentioned and you just didn't catch it, well, we take all the notes for you. Simply visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash 167. Stands for episode 167. If you're new to the podcast and you're not already a subscriber, hit that subscribe button. Don't miss ever a future episode of the show. We've got some great shows lined up for you. If you're a regular listener to the show and you haven't already done so, would you consider giving us a rating and or a review? We don't ask very often, but they tell us that it does make a difference in how our show gets discovered. You can do that by visiting socialmediaexaminer.com slash iTunes. And there you can leave your rating and review and be honest, let me know what you think. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you in the driver's seat next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day, and may social media continue to change your world.
1: The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner.
0: Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.